When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Also, uh, every single day at 9.45 a.m., it's going live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So thank you guys very much. If you planned on buying tickets for tomorrow night's show over at Rustic Roots Winery in Scandia, Minnesota, you can't! We sold it out! Sold out the show! The place is going to be packed. It's going to be hopping. Thank you guys very much. Selling out that place. Man, that felt good when I got that email yesterday. And they were like, hey, uh, we're good, dude. Uh, you can uh, pull down because I had bought some ads for it and was like, dude, I want this place to be hopping. And we are certainly going to make that happen. So if you bought tickets for the show, thank you very much. We're really looking forward to it. Myself, my good friends, Lucy Zarn and Lahiru Simarasinga. And then uh, Jesse Ellis, very funny comedian, just starting to make his way up. He is a, uh, his full-time gig is a licensed marriage therapist and very funny guy. I chatted with him last night. He's got a couple of like bigger gigs that are coming down the pike for him that he's going to be hosting. And I'm like, dude, listen, I'm all about trying to get people on board and get their get them up the ladder a little bit higher. So how about you come, you host the show, you bring us up. Good time, man. So thank you for selling out that venue. I'm super looking forward to it tomorrow night. I hear these shows are a blast. So very cool. Let's say hi to some people over on the Instagram live feed. What's up, Mira? Good to see it. What's up, Brendan Train? Not just Brendan Train, the Brendan Train. What's up, BJ? How are you? MJ, nice to see you again. Hopefully everybody's doing well. What's up, Sally, Olina, Dan? Kathy, Amanda, Tara, don't call me Tara, Tara, Anna, Auntie Reedy, what's up, everybody? Dude, uh, uh, Mira, hey, Rudy, I know I give you shit about the hat you always wear, but yeah, today is the day that I am washing, and I just decided to take half the day today and just get my shit together, so uh, washing the bed sheets, which I usually do about once every 10 days. But it kind of started getting into like that 14 to 17 day mark. And I'm like, all right, maybe it's time. I got some dishes that need to get done. I got some cupboards that need to get cleaned out. I got some things in the backyard that need to get taken care of. And I'm like, today's that day. So all my hats right now uh, are being uh, steamed. It's a thing. I know it's crazy. There was this contraption back in the day. No shit. And I was always like, that seems so garish. It seemed like gross American, you know? Um, Mira, maybe it's the glasses. Maybe if I take the glasses off, the haircut will look a little better. I do look a little disheveled. Like, I kind of look like Mad Scientist from Independence Day when he's like, I told you guys that this shit was going to happen. None of you bitches listen to me, and now Jeff Goldblum all up in here 
goddamn screaming at Bill Paxton. Bill Preston? Bill... Shit, which Paxton? Which Bill was it? Billy the Kid. One of them from Independence Day. I can see his face, but name is eluding me. But anyway, that movie... Uh, I feel like that guy when I'm wearing those glasses and the hair is looking like shit where people are like, dude, uh, you should have listened to me, bitches, because I'd have told you what's up. I would have told you. (laughs) Uh, what are we talking about again? Oh, shit. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, taking a half day to get my life together. There was a contraption back in the day that you could, it was like a cage almost, And you took your hat and you put it in the cage so that your hat would stay the form of the cage. And then you threw it in the dishwasher. It's like, I don't, I don't know if that seems safe for, and not for the dishwasher. I'm talking about for the hat. I know like there's a lot of ladies out there that look at guys hats and they're like fucking stupid. But what you gals do with purses and shoes, that's our thing. Like I have become, now that I'm kind of, uh, I shouldn't be, though. I shouldn't be a hat guy. I have a glorious head of hair. Like, there are a few things on me that are falling apart. But my head of hair, dude, I'm looking at all the guys in my my family and the lineage. Man, my grandfather passed away, full head of hair. Dude, I got one uncle, my uncle Bunner. Yeah, his name was Bunner. Fight him. I was going to say fight me, but don't fight me. And you can't fight Bunner anymore because uh, he is uh, he's old and goddammit, he's still with us thank god but uh uncle bunner looked just like rick flair i'm not shitting you dude he's from south carolina got that south carolina southern drawl and he'd go to church and like the the kids at church would be like uncle bunner can you do rick flair and he used to walk down the aisle of the pews and he'd do the styling and profiling woo right in the middle of church hell yeah Uncle Bunner, full head of glorious white hair. That's the shit I'm, I'm going to be dealing with when I'm older. All these guys that are that are fucking falling down. Not me. Keeping the... Why am I a hat guy? I should be getting my hair cut every two weeks. Taking that hat off. Show the mane. Show that glorious... Now listen, if it gets anything longer than what it is right now, I look like a drowned rat. So I have to keep it where it is. But I'm telling you. I am telling you. Uh, Mira, yesterday you mentioned straighter than a grizzly's dick. I asked myself, what is wrong with this man? Missed movie reference. You're witty, man. Uh, missed the movie reference? Um, is that, uh, I think that was Grumpy Old Men where I got that from. Could have been, but anyway. Um, Kathy, wow, impressive that you only need a half day to get your shit together. That's the thing about being single. I ain't got to deal with two people's shit together. I got one person's shit to get together. That's it. Uh, I can literally drop off the donation over at the Goodwill. I can get the house cleaned. I can, you know what else we sleep on? And I'm a big fan, especially because I have a dog that sheds and he, if I don't take care of that mutt once every six weeks, dude, that dog stinks to the high heavens. But the thing I love about, uh, like cleaning is the pet fresh. Oh, don't sleep on the pet fresh, everybody. Remember back in the day when they'd be like, you just take a little bit of baking soda and you sprinkle it all over the carpet and then you let it sit for 15 minutes and you vacuum it up. Takes care of the smell. They make a pet fresh that is exquisite. Exquisite. Sprinkle it on. Now listen, I brought the kids to a gymnastics practice today right before I left. I sprinkled out the pet fresh. I let it sit. You let it seep in. I sprinkled it all over the couch. Am I the only one that vacuums the couch? If you got a dog that sheds, it is 
I know there's a lot of people that have dogs that shed that don't let their animals up on their couch, and I'm like, what a waste. I bought, listen, I got sectionals from Love Sack. Those things are goddamn bulletproof. If you've ever sat on one, I mean, they literally, I'll own that couch for the next 40 years. I will bequeath it to my grandkids. That is how well-built sectionals are from, from Love Sack. All these crazy people that are buying $7,000 couches from Crate and Barrel. Dude, save three. Listen, is it expensive? Yeah, it is. But God damn it, it's worth it. Instead of blowing through like 10 couches over a, you know, 25-year span, fuck that. No way, man. I bought those sectionals. It's got to be going on. Shit, it's got to be. What year did I get canned at 93X? That was, oh shit, 10, 90... What year is it? 2000? Holy fuck. Wow. I got let go there. In two, so yeah, it's been 11 years. So I've, I've had those couches for a decade. Still look exactly the way they did the day I bought them. When I unpackaged them and put it all together, easily it's been that long. Uh, MJ uh, just threw a T-ball hat into the dishwasher. Seemed to work a little bit of the park all over little bit of the park all over in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Uncle Bunner was awesome, wasn't he though? Dude, he's still alive, isn't he? He's got to be around, right? I think he's... Shit, did he die? Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I can't keep track. Listen, it's everybody that is in the immediate family. Those are the people that, you know... I'm always just one phone call away, but I can't remember who's passed away and who hasn't. I imagine maybe still kicking around. I hope he is. Anyways, if not... I'm a terrible, terrible relative. <laughs> what do you do, right? Um, ironically enough, um, uh, yesterday was the one-year anniversary of me leaving radio. Completely forgot about it. Didn't even remember it. That it was one year ago that I... Um, Dan, LOL, I think he's passed. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Uh, life's fucking hard, everybody. I can't keep track of shit. Do you know how much brain power it takes to remember who has to pick up and who has to drop off for gymnastics four days a week? Dude, I woke up this morning in a panic like, shit, is it my day to bring or pick up? What am I doing here? And then you feel like a dick. Like, you have to, like, as a parent, any parent has ever done this move. You will, uh, sort of, like, drop a hint or like a text message to the other parent to see what their response is, to see what your job is supposed to be. Stay with me here. I know that was a roundabout explanation, but this morning I got up and I'm like, okay, shit, it's Wednesday. Am I bringing the kids or am I picking them up? I cannot remember. So the other parent that we do this carpool with, I had text her and I'm like, Hey, by the way, after gymnastics, my daughter and my niece are going over to the Richfield pool and your daughter is more than welcome to join if she would like. Thinking like she could like drop me a text message and be like, hey, that's really nice of you. But when you drop off the girls, you know, my daughter has something else going on or hey, that's not a problem. I'll just drop her off later this afternoon with your daughter. See, and then that way I'm like, okay, now I know what my role is. I never got that text message back, and I was like, shit. <laughs> like, now what? God damn it. Um, but, uh, like, luckily, it all got worked out in the end. That story went absolutely nowhere. I apologize for wasting everybody's time. Uh, Lynn, I 
wow, a year. Time has flown by. Isn't it, though? Crazy, man, that just a year out. And what's ironic is I'm a big believer in signs, and I always have been, and I don't know why, but I'm a big believer in it. I feel like even though I talk a lot of shit about radio, I feel like I'm still not done with it for whatever reason. And, you know, and this is the point I'm trying to make is that yesterday I didn't even realize it had been a year since I had been on the the air. And yesterday I got a text message from an ex-co-worker at 93X who still works there. And I have not seen in, I mean, it's got to be, I bet I saw that guy Two days after I got canned, because we kind of had a going away party for everybody who was let go during like the big mass exodus, and I saw him that night, and so it's been 11 years. I have not talked to, I have not seen this person in 11 years. My one-year anniversary of not being on the air, I get a text message from that dude. Now, I wish it would have been in like other circumstances, like, hey, man, um, uh, you know, um, Hope you're doing well, whatever it was. No, no, no. He was asking the name of a former stalker that we both had because this stalker got himself onto their big boat cruise, which is, I think, coming up this weekend for 93X. He was like, hey, what was the name of that guy again? Because the last two years, we've tried to keep that guy off the boat, and for some reason, he gets on the boat. And the reason why we had this problem was he would always kind of follow us around, and he'd show up. And in fact, Dez from KS95 had a massive problem with this guy. And he used to come down to the state fair and he would literally sit outside of the KS95 booth when Dez was on the air. He would get there the second she would show up and then leave immediately when she was done. And he would park it, no joke, literally sit up against the side of the booth for those four hours that Dez was on the air, never say a word, just stare at her and then leave. Fucking creepy, is it not? Um, real quick before we continue with this story, happy birthday to you, Lynn. Look at everybody dropping those birthday wishes. Dude, that's what I'm talking about, man. This little tiny community we got going on. We're all in this together. Happy birthday to you. God damn it. I wish I would have seen that on Facebook or something earlier today. We would have made a big hubbubaloo about it. Hubbubaloo? Hubbubala. Hubbubala. Anyway, the reason why I'm bringing it up is, uh, thanks, Mira, getting my hair done and then going to baseball. God damn right, Lynn. I hope it's I hope it's lingerie baseball, and I hope it's dudes. I hope all them dudes are out there in silk boxers for you tonight. Um, yeah, it, it's probably a little league game since you have children, but I'm just saying it'd be nice if it was like you know, dudes that were just down to their skivvies. I mean, maybe the St. Paul Saints decide to go down that route one night. <laughs> they just got men's lingerie night. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine John Hamburger getting out on the mound for the St. Paul Saints and just like, uh, you know, a cod piece with a red rubber ball in his mouth going out there and throwing curveballs? Holy shit. Does John Hamburger still play for the St. Paul Saints? We'd have to go back and find it. Anyways, um, yeah. Uh, Laundry baseball could be a thing, says Mira. Absolutely it could. Goddamn right it could. Um. You get credit here, right here on this little tiny program. I want, I want credit. I want credit for that shit. So when you see it, it comes right back here. Um, so yeah, so this dude, crazy ass stalker, um, used to follow Des around. Used to follow everybody at ninety three X. He was just a weirdo. And this dude, one night, 
I was doing an event and we had, it was like a big event with some big clients and our general sales manager was there. We had salespeople. We had, it was one of these events where like you could tell you had to execute this perfectly because everybody who was there doesn't show up to just regular shit. If you're doing two hours at a Home Depot, handing out pencils and spinning that stupid fucking wheel, trust me, these people are not coming. But if there's a lot of money on the line, do you bet your sweet ass the general sales manager is going to be out there, man, giving a helping hand, doing whatever he can. And while we were at this event, this guy shows up and he does not stop talking to me. And he starts showing me all of these videos of him with like semi-automatic guns, blowing things up in his backyard. He made a comment to me about wanting to kill the governor. And I'm like, dude, you have, you have to leave right now. You have to stop talking to me. I, I, from this moment on, I never want you to come back to another event. Guy got super pissed. My general sales manager overheard it. And then he had said something like, um, I don't remember the comment that he made and I stopped for a moment and then I realized, oh, that guy is mentally ill. He's not just a stalker. There's something cuckoo with this dude. And I went, are you, first off, let's back up. Are you mentally okay? And I've never seen evil like this. That dude looked me straight in the eye and said, I'm a pretty good shot, aren't I? And then turned around and walked away. So yesterday I got a text message from a guy that still works over at uh, my old radio station and he's like, hey man, um, just a heads up, you know, we've had this guy on the boat a couple of times. What was his last name again so that we can check our list just to make sure he's not on there? And could you also, you know, maybe, can you send like a Google? I don't remember what this dude looked like, but I know other people do, but they don't know who he is. So I, these are new people that are on the, are, you know, like interns and stuff so we can get a picture of this guy to not let him on the boat. And I'm like, absolutely, man, whatever I can do, because holy shit, it is, dude, it was, yeah, such a nightmare. So basically, um, the last I had ever heard of this guy was like four years ago when he made these comments to me and then had sent Des a kind of cryptic message that uh, I had to go to, I had to go to management because when I brought it up to management the first time, they were like, yeah, it's just a, it's just a, you know, like we have a lot of crazed fans. I'm like, this ain't a crazed fan. This is a fucking nut job that's going to end up killing somebody. And all you bitches talk about is, hey man, see something, say something, see something, say something. All right. Well, I'm seeing something and I'm saying something and you guys ain't doing anything. Finally, there was one guy, this one security guy that uh, worked for Hubbard Broadcasting. This dude uh, came to me and was like, what's this guy's name? And I told him, he's like, I'll take care of it. I was like, yeah? He's like, don't worry about it. Never heard another word. This dude uh, left, and then like three weeks later, I was talking to somebody who kind of has an in with these guys, and I'm like, whatever happened with that dude? And he goes, I can tell you this. Somebody politely went to that guy's house and asked him not to come around anymore. I was like, that is some gangsta shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right let's get off that subject because it looks like we got a, an entirely different conversation happening on the live feed uh lynn let's start a league of our own are we still talking about lingerie baseball with dudes all right listen uh i'm not buying tickets but uh I, I mean if somebody was like do you want to get into that you know 
Philadelphia Phillies mascot outfit and get out there and jump around, do some cartwheels, I'd be like, I'm in. We can make that happen. (coughs) Uh, Mira, a bikini picture of me doesn't exist for a reason. I'm out. Oh, you mean actually being in the league? No, no, I'm talking about dudes doing this for the ladies. I mean, I'm not getting out there, but I'm just saying, you gals certainly could. (coughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm with you, Mira. Been a while since any swimsuit picks. Yeah, there's always a couple people online where I'm like, dude, posting this shit is a privilege, not a right, everybody. Let's... Have you guys noticed the amount of man boobs that are on TV commercials nowadays? Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know, I was watching uh, I was watching the news the other morning, and I bet I saw nine different commercials for seven different drugs, and all of them, dudes with shirts off, jumping into a pool, big man titties. What? Listen, I get that we're progressive nowadays, but not everything is progress. Dial that back, man. I mean, you guys want to talk about, like, they should never show a bare breast on TV. It goes both genders. Knock that shit off. I don't want to sit and look at dude's man boobs. Fucking gross. Put a shirt on, dude. Have a l- Listen, I know we give, like, a lot of, you know, shit to, like, the, uh, the fat kid who's, like, 10 and he wears a white t-shirt into the pool, but there's a little bit of me that respects that kid. I'm like, good on you, man. You got a little bit of forethought to be like, listen, uh, it's embarrassing for me, but I'm going to put everybody's eyes at rest, okay? Just know I also know. <laughs> uh, Lynn, ah, oh, come on, Rudy. You in a baha- banana hammock would be sexy. No, 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 Lynn, uh, let me tell you, there's a reason why there's no pictures like that of me that are on the internet, and there never will be. I'm out, dude. I've, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Sally, why don't people take it serious when you report a crazy person? Yeah, it is funny how people are like, dude, uh, see something, say something, and then you say say something, and they go, yeah, it's probably not anything. Well, you're the dude I got to report this shit to. So when this guy shows up, I mean, fuck, man, there was a shooting at the Oakdale Theater last night. Another one. And when it happened, like, an acquaintance of mine was not in the same theater, but actually just in a couple theaters down watching Top Gun, and... Uh, I was scrolling the news this morning, and it, dude, there was nothing. I mean, that's how desensitized we've come to this stuff. I mean, I don't know. Think about Texas. That's awful elementary school shooting. Most people were like, yeah, what are you going to do? That sucks. Moving on. Fucking, how crazy is that we've gotten to that point? Ugh, gross. Uh, crazy. That's my theater. I go there all the time. Absolutely, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last night, in fact, uh, I did find the... I did find the report. I believe it was on CARE 11, which, I don't know, I talked a lot of shit about them yesterday. I probably shouldn't go to their website and use them <laughs> as a news source. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right, you guys, I'm going to bolt. If you just saw uh, tickets for Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live, I'm going to be opening for her, Gutty's Southdale. Those shows, August 4th and 5th, that weekend, Friday and Saturday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So you got opportunities to come out and uh, press the flesh, man. Meet a legend. Dude, she's great. So looking forward to it. Um, 
And then uh, coming up tomorrow night, Thursday, Rustic Roots Winery. That show is completely sold out. Hopefully you got tickets for it already. If not, we'll have to hit you up next time. Uh, coming up uh, third week of August, I'll be in Indianapolis at Guddy's Comedy Club down there. And then I do believe the third week of September, going to be in Batavia, Illinois at the Comedy Vault with my good bud, Jonathan Kite. Looking forward to that show a lot. And uh, thank you to all the uh, Illinois listeners that uh, have reached out after I made that announcement. They're like, let us know when we're going to have tickets. I absolutely 1,000% will. I cannot wait. So that'll be a uh, excellent, excellent show and a, a good run. Because, man, John Kite, so funny. And that team that he's put together is lights out. So thank you guys very much. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And, of course, every day at 945, it's live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm Rudy Povich. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.